Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily. Hello. Hello. Welcome back for another week. Another week listening to us. Mm-hmm. Just the two of us this week. Just the two of us. This is what we call in the business, our business, <laughs> a Matt and Emily alone episode. Yes. And Emily, all alone. Trademark. All capital letters, Matt and Emily alone. It's a title. It's a subtitle. We use it. We do use it. I, it's a. It's the name of the segment. Segment, or it's the name of the kind of episodes. Yeah. It's, it's got There's its own. guest episodes and Matt and Emily alone episodes. Yeah. This is a. It's a title. An official. It's a proper noun. That's what I want to say. Okay. I consider it a proper noun. Is it all one word? No, but it's all upper, Matt and Emily alone. Uh, uppercase. Well, Matt, so Matt and Emily, well, the words Matt and the word Emily, or the word Matt and the word Emily are capitalized anyways, because those yes. are proper nouns. We know that. Yeah. But I also capitalize the A in alone, because I consider this to be a proper noun. I, would cons- I guess it's a title of something that's a proper noun. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We're on the same page. <laughs> we agree entirely. <laughs> um, This is a podcast where the two of us talk. Mm-hmm. And we both have topics that we, I don't know what Matt's topic is. And I don't know what Emily's topic is. Mm-mm. And um, we also are going to drink tea this entire time. The whole time. I'm not holding a teacup right now. Too hot? Too hot, yes. But I'm going to be holding it a fair amount. So just picture this voice. Hello, hi. hi. Holding a cup of tea. Um, I'm going to be doing the same. I'm not holding it right now, but I will be. And I'm going to say, hello. <laughs> I don't have tea in my hand. It's too hot. And I got these tiny little cups that are too thin right now. Yeah. And the tea's too hot and the cups are too thin and there's no handle on them. I also think listeners do need to know that whenever we hold tea, we're just going to say the words, hello, 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 over and over and over again. I was thinking we'll bring up my topic. Oh, when you hold the teacup? Yeah. Unacceptable. I'm sorry. You have to put it down. Introduce your topic. This is like when you do... uh, drunk mario kart and you're supposed to do a whole race and drink a whole beer the whole time but you can't drink and drive so you have to put your controller down while you drink and then you drink the whole beer this is why i don't play mario kart <laughs> it seems stressful <laughs> it's the official rules the nintendo put out uh here's how i did it um i just i didn't start the race i just chugged my beer at the beginning and then i did the race like normal count what not a counterpoint other way of doing it get a goddamn straw guys you, no, but you're not allowed to do them both at the same time. But why? It's just a rule of the game. Oh, God. Because you can't drink and drive. Come on, Emily. God. I know that in real life, but in a video game. You're still not allowed to do it. That's why That's why you're not supposed to shoot people in video games, because you might shoot people in real life, okay? <laughs> Anyways, if I were to play this Mario Kart version, I would get a straw, because I think the real problem is that you can't hold... You have to have both hands to drive. No, I could... You could... Because you could hold the gas... You could just hold the gas down without doing directions and still get somewhere. The whole point is that you're, you're handicapped for the drinking. And the point is drink as fast as you can. I think another strategy is to try to drive and then like be putting the controller down and picking it up and like taking sips in between. But that's, there's too much wasted time Yeah, up and down. And I, I think, yeah, I just do the whole, uh, I don't think it's even a whole beer. It's just like, it's like a flip cup rules where you're drinking like a few sips or something. Oh, maybe it is a whole beer. I don't remember. Um, I drank too many. <laughs> I, don't, I remember. don't remember if I finished introducing the podcast. Uh, yeah. 
okay. okay. Let's keep. Let's finish it up. <laughs> Anyways, we both have topics. We don't know what they are. This is also about friendship. We are friends, um, and we we talk about tea and topics. Yeah, and that's the episode. Tea and topics, and Emily and I are friends. Oh, maybe you can hear us high five. One, two, two three. We're so far apart. All right, we're gonna try. Nope. All right, let's do it one more time. All right, did you hear that at home? We're high fiving because we're friends. <laughs> Listeners at home, what oh. you need to know is that you're only friends with people that you high five with. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Is that news? Or is that normal? I think it's news. Okay. Have you high fived with every single one of your friends? I hope so. Okay. Well, we just high fived. I think I've high fived with all my friends. We, I mean, we have now confirmed we've high fived. I believe we have high high fived before today. Uh, that's definitely true. <laughs> um, low five, too slow. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're a podcast. Tea topics, friendship. Emily and I are friends. We high fived. We proved it. Uh, that's that. Yes. Um, Emily was grabbing the instructions on the tea like she wants to move right. Oh, tea we don't talk. have to. I just wanted to have it. Oh, uh, we can if you want, though. Do you want to? I think it might be fine. Okay. T-talk, 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 T-talk. I didn't like that version. Well, we're talking tea today anyways. It's too slow. T-talk, 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 T-talk. That was better. Well, I don't know what to do with two versions. You do seem a little slower right now, <laughs> which is not a judgment, just an observation. The first one was bad. The first one was bad. It was too slow. It was like a low five. It was too, like a low too five. Too <sighs> Matt, do you want to know about this tea? Please tell me all about it. What's it called? Who makes it? What's it taste like? What's in it? What kind of packaging did it come arrive in? Well, if you must know, it was a Christmas tea. Nope. Holiday themed tea. I'm so sorry. Um, there's a war on Christmas right now. I can't say Christmas. Um, I got my I got my first uh, holiday themed Starbucks cup yesterday. It did yeah. not mention Christmas at all. Although it was green. It was green. Decidedly a Christmas color. Both you and Alex Simmons got Simmons got one. And they were both holiday themed, but not Christmas themed. I did not get one. There's light bulbs all over the top, this this like design, this packaging. You said design. light bulbs. Yeah. But like specifically like Christmas lights. Like string of lights, but they're like not like the thin ones. They're like bulb The big ones. Yeah, they're like the big ones. Yeah. I just want people to know that it's not just light bulbs like uh you they they just had an idea and they had a light bulb go over their heads yeah or it's like thomas edison um it's like string of lights and it's also the tea itself is in a little bronze mini container that probably holds enough for two cups of tea <laughs> no more than that because we use better a lot be more them. than that because we only use half and we made a um, whole pot of tea <laughs> yeah there's enough for like two or three um and this tea itself is called zest wishes Oh, like uh, best wishes. Yeah, but zest ones. Yeah. Um. This is a this this cozy oolong with cinnamon and orange zest is the perfect morning pick me up. Whoa! So they're saying it's extra caffeine or something. Um. It's hot. I would say it 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 seems like it's going to be very caffeinated, but I gotta tell you guys, it's low caffeine. It has one circle out of three. On the caffeine scale. Why is it going to wake us up if it's got no caffeine in it? Yeah. Um, this tea contains cinnamon, orange peel, oolong tea, apple, 
cardamom, natural orange and cinnamon flavoring, and it is kosher. Wow. Um, have you had any of it yet? I have not, because I've been too worried about picking up the cup. Well, I've been having some. It's fine now. Temperature's good. Um, do you taste the orange zest? I taste the orange and I taste the cinnamon, both pretty heavy. It's definitely a kind of a fruity spiced kind of thing. So definitely cinnamony. I get a cit- I get citrus out of it. I I just my first sip was cinnamon. I do get the citrus. I do also want to point out that it says lemon, not lemon, orange peel. But I do think people need to know that that peel is just zest. They just zested it. We use zest the peel. Yeah. Um, and that's where it's get, it gets its name, Zest Wishes. I think this sort of tastes like a hot toddy in my book, um, but a little more tea-like, where it kind of had it, it, it didn't say cloves, but it feels like it has like lemon and cloves and stuff in it. Um, but it does have cinnamon, uh, which could maybe be leading to that. Yeah. Cardamom, maybe. Um, but it kind of, yeah, it kind of has a combo tea, hot toddy kind of flavor. Obviously, no alcohol in this. Yes. It's a straight tea. I do think I do get the like the like heat, like how a hot toddy has like a like a heat to it because it's yeah, hot. Like, but yeah, in the spiced kind of way. Yeah. Um, and citrusy because you'd put a lemon in a hot toddy, mm-hmm. lemon and cloves. Um, yeah, I kind of get that flavor. No. Do you taste the cardamom? I I I I forget if I know what that tastes like, but I think that's part of what's making me feel the clove yeah flavor to it um again not the same thing but you know similar um wh- why do you think they need cinnamon flavoring and cinnamon that's a question i have hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm i don't know we should write a letter dear david <laughs> what a voice you put on dear david i have a question um um, <laughs> um, why do you put cinnamon and cinnamon flavoring? Just put more cinnamon in. Are you speaking like this because they spelled flavoring with the O-U? <laughs> I don't know why I was talking like that. Cardamom. Um, they didn't spell it that way. Um, it is a Canadian company. And as discussed, did I say it was David's Tea? I don't know if you did. Hey guys, this is a David's Tea. <laughs> Hello, David. Oh yeah, you just made up David. It sounds like you just call everyone David. I mean, I often call Matt David. I just call everyone David. Yeah. that's we hey, weren't David. Fri- we weren't friends for a while because she kept calling me David <laughs> instead of my real name. And then I had to explain to him that it's not it's not that I don't know his name. It's just that I call everyone David. It's like, hey, guy. Hey, dude. Hey, guy. Hey, David. Hey, David. Hey, guy. Um. Yeah? <laughs> that's all. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, wait. oh, I want to read the copy again. <laughs> again? To the, out to the listener to just to yourself no i just i like to ask questions based off of it mm. would you say this is a cozy tea i'm feeling cozy i like to cozy up with a hot toddy so i'll cozy up with this tea there you go and would you say it's a perfect for a morning pick-me-up wow what an interesting question um sure <laughs> i don't really think like i don't really think of teas as morning I'll drink tea. I'll drink whatever flavor, whenever, as long as I'm feeling that flavor. Like it's not like, um, like I'm a savory breakfast person. Sometimes I'm okay with sweet, but usually I lean savory. Eggs. That's the big one. 
I like my eggs to be liquefied and then soaked in, um, put toast to soak in them and then make French toast. Um, oh. I, I just like French toast. <laughs> French toast is really good. Sweet, but not savory. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, indeed sweet. Um, but like with my tea, I'm, I don't feel like this isn't required. This, like I like it right now and it's, uh, it is not the morning. In fact, it's uh, almost dark out already. <laughs> I hate this time of year. Anyways, um, there was one more thing. Oh, this is the last of our like Christmas holiday themed box that I had from last year. And Christmas is about to be around again. <laughs> I have a controversial opinion. Whoa, what is it? Well, besides the fact that I don't like Christmas. this I, We'll talk about that later. I I think this is more of a faulty. Oh, the one we're drinking? Yeah. yeah I think it's a hot toddy. I think it's... Yeah. Um, I mean, I drink hot toddies, first of all, year round, but uh, specifically starting now through, uh, or starting a month ago through March, that's like, or February, I don't know. It does, it is better when it's colder out, but uh, yeah. Oh, I should have hot toddies on Christmas this year. Maybe that's what I'll do. <laughs> Spruce up my Christmas. <laughs> I just feel like like this one it has a distinctly like with the like cardamom and the cinnamon and the it just feels like something you'd have at Thanksgiving and not like a Christmas. I do agree, although Christmassy things can be that way too. Yeah. You put like nutmeg on um, eggnog and stuff like yeah, that. Maybe I'm just in a Thanksgiving mode. I th- honestly, I think this is a good tea November through December. I think that's I think all of that is good for this um, tea. It's got a wide swath of time. It's a holiday tea. <laughs> okay. And, and that word zest, I mean, that just feels like holiday. It's a holiday word. It's zest wishes. That's what I'm going to say to people. Mm. You're going to have hot toddies on Christmas. I'm going to just start a new phrase. And you're going to be drinking this. Zest wishes, everyone. And you have to explain to everyone what you're talking about. <laughs> zest wishes, Aunt Paula. Who's apparently I'm going to say this to. Hello. Hi, Paula. I don't know if you listen, but I love you. Uh, I don't know if you listen either. I don't know if you listen. Emily. I don't. <laughs> it's a bad podcast. Um, um, I just, it's, I don't like to hear my voice. Mm-hmm. I've gotten used to listening to both your voice, my voice, and all our guests' voices. Um, which now I, I only get annoyed at guests because I'm used to your voice. I'm used to my voice. And if I have to hear someone I know. Wow, you hate our guests. It's like, ugh. I don't hate them. I hate their voices. Oh, wow. And every time they talk and every time I think about them talking. Uh, <laughs> That's, these the alone episodes are the easiest ones for you to mix because I don't have to listen to any new voices. That's true. It's your what voice I, and my voice. What if I just start doing that weird British accent the whole time? Hello, David. Hello, David. How would you feel about that? I wouldn't like that. <laughs> okay, I'm doing it now. It's already going to be bad for mixing this one. Um, I don't think we have to talk too much more about this tea if we want to. I yeah, I think we've discussed it. Move segments Dis- discussed it disgusted it uh emily <laughs> do you find this zest wishes tea by david's tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea matthew i think i actually didn't think i would like it but i do like it it's my cup of tea wow the cinnamon is there and present and oftentimes i don't like cinnamon in my tea even though i love cinnamon i a, I like it here. It's a light amount of cinnamon. Yeah. It's, it's like a good amount. Even though they added extra flavoring for it, it's still a light amount. Yeah. Um, so is my cup of tea. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks. That's awesome. 
Okay. Hey, Matt. I've never reacted that way to that. Yeah, uh, no, you never have. (laughs) And it was weird. And I'm glad we both laughed and called it out. Hey, Matt. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you say that this David's tea, Zest Wishes, a cozy oolong tea with cinnamon and orange peel, mm-hmm. would you say, now I, this might be a shocking question to you, please don't be shocked by it, would you say that this tea is not your cup of tea or your cup of tea? Frankly, I don't know how to answer this question asked in that asked in that manner. I was hoping to trick you. Um, it's like uh, duck season, rabbit season. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about Looney Tunes. Duck Which... season, rabbit season. No. Duck season, rabbit season. You know? Do you ever watch Looney Tunes? No. 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 I mean, I watched them a little bit when I was a kid, but that was never my favorite. <sighs> God. Um. Well, so like, there'd be Elmer Fudd, Daffy Duck, and Bugs Bunny. Familiar with the three of them? Mm-hmm. So Bugs Bunny is a smart aleck. He doesn't want to get shot by Elmer Elmer Fudd. Elmer the Fudd, as I like to call him. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> thank you. Um, and then there, there'd always be like, there'd be like a sign that said like rabbit season. And then Bugs Bunny would be like, no, I'm changing it to duck season. So then, they hunt, then he hunts Daffy Duck instead of himself. And then they, they would argue and then like Bugs Bunny would keep going rabbit season or uh, duck season and then Daffy Duck would keep going rabbit season and they would go back and forth but then eventually Bugs Bunny because he's uh, he's got wit would just start he would go rabbit season and that would trick Daffy Duck in saying duck season even though it's against what he wanted because he switched to the no. answer order I'm, I'm familiar with that idea anyways you're Bugs Bunny I'm um, Daffy Duck but I'm smarter than Daffy I'm not Daffy I'm I was going to say, I'm the, I'm the smart one. Thank you. That's awesome. I'm not Daffy. I'm David. <laughs> David, um, you didn't answer my question yet. Oh, I know. I, I'm, oh, I'm ready to do it, though, but I wanted to get that in there. Is this your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? You just switched the question again. Just answer the damn um, question. This, this is my cup of tea. I like it. It tastes good. It reminds me of another drink I like, hot toddies. And it's also, it's got the right flavor for uh, drinking tea this time of year so it's very timely if you had brought me this tea in june i probably would have been confused it was here in june it, but if you had made me drink it i would have been so lost i've been like what are you talking about listeners <laughs> matt is currently doing a loop-de-loop with his cup between the wires of the microphone stand uh-huh. and it's a big distraction and he's doing it so much faster now <laughs> emily i, I yeah emily <laughs> couldn't stop get her eyes off of it so then i just made it to go faster. Um, he stopped now. Um, My arms are getting tired. <laughs> um, thank you for that answer. That's awesome. Two for two. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, Emily. Oh, God. We're just zooming right on through. We are going, we're, we are, you know, we're already 20 minutes in, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Emily. Tea, oh, tea talk done. Tea talk complete. Emily. Um, you have the mini topic of the week. I do. I don't know what it is. Lay it on me. Um, I'm going to pick up what I'm going to talk about. What are you doing? Um, I am going to talk about my beloved phone that I'm holding right now. My topic is my phone. And you can talk about your phone. Um, 
Sure. Um, I love my phone. I love it so much. I can't imagine my life without it. I'm going to take you back to my senior year of college. And I had a, it was like a slidey phone. It wasn't a smartphone. And I was like, I would never need a smartphone. I don't understand the purpose. Like, I can get on Twitter on this phone. I can text. I can call. I can do, like, all the Is things. Is a sidekick? No, but it was like that. Um, I was like, I don't. Why do you need a smartphone? <laughs> a few months later, I got my smartphone. Yeah. My first ever iPhone. Never turned back. I never turned back, guys. I love my phone. I don't like to be more than about five feet away from it. If I am, I, I get stressed out. So now this is not about your iPhone or iPhones in general. No. This is the idea of my phone. Yeah. The phone that you, Emily, own at any given time. Yes. It, that's the topic. Yes. It's about my relationship to my phone. Um, my phone and the relationship to it. A novel by Emily Riggins. <laughs> um, one time when I was in college, I took this art class my senior year. And one of the, you had to make something small and make it big. And I drew a picture of my iPhone, giant, sitting in a chair. Was this um, a still life that you drew with, uh, like you were looking at it? Yeah. Like a bowl of fruit kind of thing? Yeah. How did it come out? Was it good? Um, it was okay. It was my favorite. Are you a good draw- drawing person? I believe I am. Do you draw well? I don't do it often. I would like to do it more, but I, I, I do believe I'm a good drawer. Drawer. Um, I, over the summer, I impressed my two cousins nick and jared with my drawing abilities they were there was like a, a picture i drew hanging up at my parents house and they're like oh i like that picture and i'm like oh i drew it when's it from uh high school wow um and i was like oh yeah i drew that and they're like what and i was like i can show you the rest of my art so i did <laughs> and they were like these are good and i'm like this is great i love this so much and you drew your phone because you love it so much <laughs> uh, even then even what phone was that it was my first iphone which was what uh, What uh, version? I honestly have no idea. It wasn't the first version. Whatever came out in 2012. 2012. So seven years ago. God, like the three. Yeah, probably. Just a guess because they they're on the three or four or whatever. Um, I like my phone. My phone. I, I agree. It's like one of those things where you just love my phone. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm sure part of it. I mean, listen, I have an iPhone. And I don't think that's the reason I love it. I think I'm just used to it, so I couldn't switch at this point. Because it would be too much of an adjustment. Um, let me tell you, you can always switch. Um, I used to have... My first smartphone was a BlackBerry. Uh, and like an old BlackBerry, like the full physical keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what you could do on it. Like, like <laughs> I honestly don't remember if it had like... I mean, I know you could text... And I know it had some internet stuff going on. It had a camera. <laughs> uh, this is like 2008 that I bought this. So the first, the year the first iPhone, the first iPhone came out. Yeah. Um, but I did. I mean, even then, I mean, I was, I loved that phone. Even though, like, looking back on it, it's like, what a garbage phone that must have been. <laughs> Couldn't do anything. It was so stupid. <laughs> um, but I still loved it at yeah. the time. It was great. I remember being on it all the time, playing uh, Brick Breaker, mm. the Interesting uh, game. you know one of the oldest yeah. games. Um, I mean, the th- first phone game I ever remember playing, and it was the greatest game of all time. And I will stand by that statement. It was on my mom's phone, her first cell phone. It was a flip phone, 
and it was the game Snake. I knew you were going to say Snake. Uh, I had a phone with Snake on it as well, um, which when that was the only game you could get, it was also the best game in the world. I maintain it's still the best game in the world. I was really good at it. So was I. Um, I bet I was better than you. I don't think so. No, I think I was better. Uh, Not on my phone. Um, (laughs) I had all the high scores. Um, Even when I had like cheap, crappy, even pre then, I... Yeah, you were just always on your phone. Yeah. What a way to waste time. Yeah. Playing Snake. I even remember when I first got my phone, I like wasn't big into texting. And uh, like I wouldn't do it very often. T9. Even I would say now, I I did definitely use T9. And it threw me off for such a long time. And then I got used to it. I was so glad to not... Sometimes people will be like, I'm nostalgic for T9. I'm like, fuck you. Um, (laughs) T9 sucked. (laughs) I... um. I got my first phone. I think I was a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a flip phone. It was my mom's old mom or dad's old phone. And I used to have a family phone. We had one cell phone for everyone. And people would just borrow it as they were leaving the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mom, it, taking the phone. Yeah, that was it. And it, but it, be, it, it that phone became my phone eventually. Cause I was the one who needed it the most. Um, Cause my parents, because I was going to high school and like you don't have a you don't have a phone when you're in high school. Like <laughs> let's back that up. You don't have anything but a cell phone when you're there. But if you like like my parents had jobs so they had phones. You yeah. could call their work. They didn't need a cell phone yeah. or they were home and you could just call your home phone. Yeah. But if you were at school, I guess you could go to like the principal's office or whatever and ask to use that phone. Yeah. That's not fun. <laughs> uh or yeah. I guess not the principal's office like reception or something yeah. like i have to call my parents yeah but i had the phone and my phone my phone number that is my current phone number that you have that you have i have it it's my phone <laughs> that is the original phone number that my family had and then when my brother and parents each got their own lines they got new phone numbers and i got to keep the original phone number the og number yeah and we're the same phone number, I think, until... Or no, it's the same first... Area code is obviously the same, and the first three numbers are the same, but then the last four are different. And I have an old area code, which shows I'm OG Central Massachusetts because I have a 508 number, Wow. which I think they most... I think they stopped giving out as a cell phone number because they were, like, running out of them or something. And now everyone there gets, like, 774. And so I know if you're cool, you have a 508 number, and if you're not cool... You have 774. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think of when I got my current phone number. I I don't know if it came with the first phone I ever had, but I know I had it at least by college because my phone number is one digit off from my mom's. Mm-hmm. And so I accidentally gave my roommate my mom's phone number. Wow. And she once texted my... What? It was in your head. It was in my head. And I, she once texted my mom was like, what pizza do you what kind of pizza do you want and my mom had to be like i think charlie just e- just texted me what kind of pizza do you want <laughs> and then we switched it we figured we figured it out i was hoping it was something more offensive than pizza no i am i'm pretty sure it was just about pizza you so the thing about your roommate is you don't need to text him that much because i spent the majority of my time with her yeah um you guys good friends uh, still friends we're not friends we were we were we were okay friends that's nice um awesome uh <laughs> Oh, awesome. Um, uh, what was I going to say about that? Oh, I met somebody who had, I like uh, a strange, like, well, he became my friend, but he at the time was a stranger. 
<laughs> when we met, we weren't we weren't friends yet, but That's then we almost, became friends. Well, is that how it happens? I don't know. Um, I mean, at one point in time, we were strangers. I don't remember that, but uh, my friend, I f- became friends with this person, and we found out we had the exact same phone number one digit off, like randomly. I think I don't think it was like sequentially one off, but it was like the last number. My last, the last number, my phone number is two. And the last number in his was like eight or something like Mm -hmm. that. And, but we had otherwise like the same number. And I'll tell you what, when I was in, when I was in like high school or college or whatever, uh, or both really, I would, I used to prank phone call people. It was fun. It was the time for that. (laughs) It's the nineties, two thousands. You could still prank phone call people. Um, and I used to, one way I would do it to like get numbers, to get like numbers to call is you could just call your number and like change what, the last digit. Cause that means, cause like often like not every phone number is taken, but if you yeah. just like go a couple digits off from yours, it probably is taken, which is actually how like telemarketers do it now. <laughs> uh, which is why you so often see numbers that are either your number or something that looks the same as like yeah. the from caller. Mm. Cause they're trying to scam you. I was doing it as a prank thing, and I think I, I, I believe we determined that I had pranked this person, oh. <laughs> like without having known him, because uh, I was just doing like one digit off yeah. stuff. Wow. Uh, yeah, phones are great. I do love my phone. Um, I just to continue my story of my phone, my phone life. Is that with each passing phone, I've become more and more addicted to it. Where like when I first got a phone, I like didn't feels overwhelming need to text and now i honestly st- probably text a lot less than most people i know but i text so much more well we we don't text but we message each other it's on the facebook same. but it's, it's the same yeah but it's like throughout the days i think you're doing a lot of it is all i'm saying yes but not as much as like other people i think okay fair i don't use texting very much but i do i have some people that i text with some people i do google hangouts with some people i use uh facebook messenger which is you included uh what else do i use slack group me uh too many things honestly. but all of those things are just texting okay but i i i like i i text a lot more than i used to and i still text a lot i'm just saying yeah. i know people who text a lot more than That's, i do yeah. yeah people who have probably more friends than you Guys, that silence was me getting up and leaving the podcast forever. Um, I actually, I, I feel honestly the same way that I don't have as many friends as other people though. And like, I feel like I'd be texting more if I had more friends. I have four friends. <laughs> I think you have more than four friends. Um, I think, all right. How many people do I text online uh, on my phone? I think I text one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... I think there are seven people I talk to on my phone <laughs> with like somewhat re- somewhat frequency. I and my mom eight. So here's the thing: is that there are lots of people who I don't text very often, whom I deeply love and consider very good friends. I just don't text them very often. Yeah, it's it's no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's I, fine. I feel like I need to counsel you through this. <laughs> Please, I need help. <laughs> um, okay. What else, anything else about your phone? Um, I love the games on my phone. I don't like to be far away from it. I like to be able to be in communication with anybody I want to at any moment. Check out the episode Dumb Phone Games. Oh, God. If you want to check out some more uh, of Emily talking about love of her phone. I will say that when you got your new phone, 
I you were you were ecstatic. You were you were head over heels excited about the new iPhone. Is that the X? Yeah. Uh, that you got last fall. Mm-hmm. It's like about a year ago. And I was shocked at how excited you were about your phone because you don't seem. I don't think you seem like a phone person. Like you don't seem like. I don't know. This is an, an, either an insult nor a compliment, but you don't seem like the kind of person who's like obsessed with their phone. No, thank you. Uh, well, until you got this phone <laughs> and you seem to be so into it. And I was like, oh, wow, Emily really likes this phone. I didn't know she was that into phone. You just, because everyone, everyone has a phone and likes their phone just fine. But you were like, I don't know. I just never seen someone that excited or rarely do I see someone that excited for a phone. I just want to say that Part of the reason I was so well, I was so excited for this phone because I love it so much. And while Matt was saying that, I was literally cuddling it. Yeah. Um, I actually think this phone is two years old, not a year old. But I it has it had a better camera than my previous phone, mm-hmm. which I loved. Mm-hmm. It took portrait mode pictures, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, it has so much storage. I never have to delete anything. I hate deleting things. Uh, <sighs> wow. I love my phone. <laughs> Uh, I have a Samsung phone. I also love it. It's on year. It's on its third year of existing. This is its third October, <laughs> or th- it's November right now. <laughs> it has seen three oh. Octobers. It is November, and actually, that's not even a slip up. Of we're recording this in October. I literally, we're, it's it is November right now, <laughs> and I just for some reason forgot what month we were in. Uh, I'm glad you like your phone. Can I ask you a question? Sure. If you didn't see how excited I was about my phone when I got it, mm-hmm. would you consider my a person obsessed with their phone or just like normal? Um, I, well, I mean, you, you still sometimes do things where you, like, you'll talk about your phone being like, if your phone is charging, you'll still talk about it being like too far away from you. I do do that. You say that every time you put on a charger, <laughs> my phone's so far away. Or like, if you do have to charge, you'd be like, I don't want my phone to be so far away. <laughs> so yeah, I think you're still, it still comes out. I'd say you don't seem, you're not on it. You're not on it like a crazy amount. Okay, like if you're with, if you're, if we're hanging out, I don't think you, you're not one of those people who just has their face in their phone the whole time. Okay. Which I don't think we'd be very good friends if you were doing that. Now she's on her phone. Oh God. Well, Emily, do you have anything more you got to get out there? I'm busy texting. All right. Well, Emily, thank you for bringing in that topic. No, I really don't have anything else. And I really wasn't texting. Um, well, I just want, I was got to, I got to move it on. Awesome. Uh, great topic awesome um you you just made your microphone stand fall i was too busy being shocked by your use of the word awesome <laughs> awesome um Matt, my yeah. topic's done mm-hmm. i hope that was a good topic yeah awesome <laughs> now it's time for your awesome topic mm-hmm. not what's your big topic today? A big topic um my topic is a thing that i enjoy doing and i think a lot of people enjoy doing and my topic is going to the movies um and i wanted to pick a nice talkative topic (laughs) that one that i one that everyone knows about you don't i don't you don't need me to tell you what going to the movies means could you describe to me though just real quick what is going to the movies okay so movies are these things that are about 90 usually 90 to 120 minutes that you can i thought you're gonna go back to it came out about 90 to 100 years uh, ago you can often find them it's actually this, so there's this thing called netflix where you can find these movies 
going to the movies is like watching Netflix, but at a building. <laughs> and the TV is huge. Wow, and thank you for putting it like this. Other people are there too. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, say the say Joker comes out. Todd Phillips movie, Joker comes out. You want to see it? You want to see it on this huge screen with lots of people and everyone go, ooh, and ah, and ah. Look at him dance on those steps. He's dancing. I haven't seen this movie. I've uh, only seen the meme of him dancing on the steps. It's in the trailer, yeah. And there was like a, that's in Queens, I think, somewhere, and people keep, or the Bronx, and people yeah. keep like swarming it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm a big fan of movies generally, but I also just love going to see them. I see a lot of movies uh, opening night or opening weekend, um, especially if it's especially if it's a movie I want to avoid spoilers for. I'm seeing it within those first couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, those are the big ones that I have to see. And also, I'm most excited to see action movies in theaters. Dramas are dramas and uh, ac- uh, comedies and stuff are fine too. But like anything that's got like explosions and yeah. effects and all that stuff, like I'd rather see those on a big screen and mm-hmm. get fully immersed in it. Um, yeah, those are the best ones. And uh, yeah, I'm just uh, generally, I'd rather go to the movies than if I could watch every movie in a theater and it didn't cost twenty dollars every time I went. <laughs> that'd be like my optimal viewing experience. I'm sorry that you don't have Movie Pass anymore, or that Movie I, Pass is dead. I did have Movie Pass uh for one exactly one year <laughs> and uh i got my money's worth out of it i now know i have no pass at all the thing is about those passes so like amc and regal sell mm-hmm. similar passes but i i think it's harder to get like i haven't tried really but i think it's harder to get like and even with movie pass i would sometimes buy tickets if i wanted to see opening night you can't use movie pass for that because you're trying to buy tickets like super yeah. far in advance I don't know what the AMC and the Regal ones. I don't have either. Um, I also don't like to commit to a single theater. Yeah. Because uh, there's a... I like... There are two theaters I really like in New York. I like going to this one specific Regal cinema, the one in Battery Park. Never been to that one. It's very nice. And there's also the Alamo Draft House in uh, Brooklyn. And there's actually going to be one opening in uh, Manhattan soon, I think. Um what is it about those two that you really yes. like? So um, I don't know if Alamo Drafthouse started this or the first time I ever experienced this, I went to the Arclight Cinema in LA in like 2009, 2010. And it was the first time I'd ever experienced this with a movie theater where they don't let you in after the movie starts. Um, you can show up during the previews or whatever, but once the movie starts, they like close the doors. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta sit there. Uh, so no, you can't even like, go to the bathroom. Uh, I think you can go to the bathroom, but no late. Like, I think they don't want people showing up with all their jackets and blah blah, yeah. blah and, like making a fuss. I think you can go to the bathroom, but they're done seating people at a certain time. When, uh, yeah, like right as the movie's starting or whatever. Um, and you have reserved seats too. That was the first time I'd ever had reserved movie theater seats, and. I'd always heard of the Alamo Draft House as like a cool thing, but they finally opened one in Brooklyn like three years ago. And that's the same thing. You can't, you can go to the bathroom, but you can't take your seat after the movie has started. 
and um, they have strict rules about talking and texting and stuff, and they'll like actively will kick you out of the theater wow. if you're doing that stuff. Um, assigned seating. Um, uh, yeah, I really like the assigned seating. I like just like and that Regal that I really like, the one in Battery Park, used to not have assigned seating, and then I think to compete, they were like, okay, we're we're gonna add the yeah. assigned seating. And it's so much better. Like, I've gone to see, like, Star Wars movies and things like that where I, like, get there, like, 45 minutes early and mm-hmm. I, whatever to get in line. I'm probably, like, an hour early so I can get, like, a good seat. Yeah. And that's such a pain. Like, it's so much yeah. better to just know you have a seat, a good seat. Um, and seats together, like, with your friends. Like, it's especially, like, a popular movie. You can guarantee it. You're, guar- you're, you're guaranteed you're, you're uh, with uh, whoever you're there with. <laughs> Um, which I have tickets for the new Star Wars movie opening night. Wow, I haven't gotten tickets. I'll probably see it that weekend, but I won't buy tickets beforehand. Um, um, I'll see it again if you want to. Okay, the first time that I ever had an experience where he had to reserve seats was I was studying abroad in England, and we were going to be there uh, during the Deathly Hallows Part Two premiere. When was that? Uh, it was oh, I what I went in two thousand eleven. So mm-hmm. then, um, and. Um, so I was in Ohio and I bought tickets for a theater there and they were reserved. And at that point only, I only knew like four, like four of us wanted to go, but then other people joined us and they were able to buy tickets right next to each, next to us. Cause we told them. You told them your seats. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that stuff. Oh God. It's so good. Uh, yeah. I went to that screening with previous podcast guest, Katie Abate. Wow. She's the one who added her ticket on later. Wow. Hi, Katie. Extra friend. Um, let's see. Uh, Alamo Draft House also has really good food and like beer and and cocktails and wine and cider and soda, like cool sodas. And you can order right from your, your table. You got a table at your chair. That's Ooh. why I love Alamo Draft House. Can you order throughout like the like movie experience? Yeah. So people are coming in and get, delivering food? Yeah. You're sort of... Um, the rows are far enough apart where there's like a space where uh, a wait wait uh, staff person can come through and uh, deliver your food. But then also the ordering process is that you have these little pieces of paper that you fill out and you say what you want. And then you put them in the front of your table sticking up. Mm-hmm. And then the staff can see them sticking up like a little flag. And they come by, pick them up, and then they put your food order in. Normally, I try to order my food before before it starts but like basically right before it starts so then the food shows up during the beginning of the movie yeah um but like if you're ordering like drinks like you can if you know as soon as you finish one you get like another drink or whatever and they have a whole menu under the table and the other tables have little lights under them so you can read your menu in peace Mm. um but yeah when now if i the only problem i have with like going to a regal or um, another brand you know mostly regal and amc in new york but like i had national yeah. amusements uh or showcase that one showcase cinemas um those ones are more common in uh new england although there's also regals and amc's there as well um arc light i think is like a just a la area southern california kind of thing um alamo draft house started in Al- you know near the alamo in texas but now it's sort of propagated all over the country yeah um at alamo what do you have a favorite meal or do you get something different every time i try to switch it up uh they have a blackened chicken salad thing that's really good um 
and they tend to, oh they also they'll do like themed things like especially for big movies they'll go they'll like make a whole menu that's just themed to that movie um i don't remember which movie i saw but it was like ant-man or something like that and i got my drink came in a little a little like test tube thing <laughs> and i got to keep the test tube it's like a little prop that's i get to keep yawn yawn um i'm not yawning at you i'm just tired <laughs> and uh uh, that's pretty like I, I do I do tend to switch it up and they also do like brunch mm-hmm. uh, so if you go to like a, for a Saturday or Sunday like afternoon thing you can get the brunch menu they also have a good burger um, yeah they got a lot of stuff they've got good popcorn too like gourmet mm-hmm. popcorn stuff um, yeah Alamo looks great oh and yeah so the thing I like about Alamo versus all these other theaters also is they really don't let you talk and do all that shit mm-hmm. like i still go to sometimes if i go to a movie somewhere else people take out their cell phones i want that should be the death penalty if you take out your cell phone in a movie theater especially if you're in like the first few rows and just everyone behind you can see it and you have it on like you didn't put your brightness down at all uh i just i'm like stop it stop that <laughs> i have so much rage towards those people but at alamo everyone keeps it cool because they will kick you out and before the movie starts, they play this, like, the movie's about to begin, shut up thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a bunch of those. And you can check them out on YouTube. Usually they're pretty funny. Um, like, there's a whole, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger one that just takes clips from uh, the Batman and Robin, the really bad mm-hmm. Batman movie, and, like, splices it together to be, like, a don't talk during the movie kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and there's one other really funny one that was uh, this drunk woman who got kicked out and left a left a like called Alamo and left this like swear like she's just swearing uh and screaming about and it's not really screaming but yelling about how she got kicked out and how Alamo draft house is like a scam but you can tell she's still like drunk giving this phone yeah. this thing and they turned that into like a thing they use <laughs> like oh, that's fun. uh her drunk phone call and um yeah um, there's different ones for different different things and like again they might theme it to the movie you're seeing so i think they had like a star wars one. Oh, that's fun um bbh is telling you to shut up bbh shut up no you'd never he's too cute um but yeah different movies have, yeah and they have like a rotating one like i've seen the arnold schwarzenegger one and the voicemail one a couple different times i don't have a favorite movie theater i also see a lot less movies than usual but my favorite type of movie theater is the kind where you can put the seat all the way back and then your feet can go up. Ooh, you should try out this Regal in Battery Park because they got these nice reclining chairs. Oh, God, it's amazing. Those ones are really good. Um, yeah, I like a good seat too. I mean, I've just, I've, I'm growing up and now I'm, there's better seating out there and it's like, I don't want to go to the crummy theaters anymore. No. I get really mad if I'm stuck. Like I saw Avengers Endgame at a not so good theater because it was the only one that had tickets left for like opening night. <laughs> and... uh and actually, I saw Joker in the theater that I thought was like kind of subpar, and I was like, "Damn it!" And it's so disappointing now because I'm I've had so many nice theaters, yeah. That anytime you go to a so-so one, you get all sad. Um, I don't go to the movies that often, and I also see a lot less movies than you do. But I often will go when I do go. I go in the summer by myself mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get some air conditioning, and I go yep. to one of the ones that have the the loungy reclining seats. You fall asleep. <laughs> um, sometimes I do. I I don't find sleeping at movies to be that easy because they're so loud. Like I don't understand how people fall asleep. 
Yeah, it depends. It's on, so loud. Depends on the movie, I guess. But even like regular movies, it's loud. A regular movie. What's a regular movie? Like a comedy. Like mm. it's not like drama, gunshots, explosions. Mm-hmm. It's just loud. Yeah. But I I enjoy that experience because, you know, you don't have to you don't have to make plans with anyone. So you can just appear. You can. I'm appearing. I'm appearing at this movie. Um, But my favorite part of any movie going experience is seeing the trailers before the movie. True. Uh, Why why do you like the trailers so much? Um, Well, one, I'm always fascinated by the ones that they choose to go before a movie. So like, why are these ones before this movie? And they have to be like related, like the same, like they think they're appealing to those people or they're made by the same company. Like they're, but there's sometimes they're just so weird. Yeah, I, I tend to like if I watch like a comic book movie, I get really excited for an, like because I the trailers I like the most are for like other sci-fi things, mm-hmm. and so like if I go see, you know, Avengers, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna get a trailer for Spider-Man probably, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get really excited, and when it comes on, I'm like, yes, I got it. <laughs> um, I. I just like to see what's out there. I don't see a lot of movies, so sometimes that's my only exposure to these movies. But what an activity I really like to do, and I don't do it very often much anymore, yawn, yawn. Um, Matt called me up for yawn. I didn't yawn into the microphone, at least. (laughs) Um, There's a difference. (laughs) um, I will often watch trailers at home in my apartment Mm -hmm. on my Apple TV. Mm -hmm. And... So it's like that, except for bigger, and I don't get to choose. I, yeah. So for me with trailers, I don't like watching the same trailer more than once because I feel like if I see the, if I see the trailer too much, I'm like seeing too much in the movie or I'm thinking too much about it. Like the new Star Wars trailer came out a couple of weeks ago. And I've not I, seen it. I, well, I watched it on the computer, but I only watched it the one time I'm, and I'm not going to watch it again. Uh, if I were to go to the movies between now and when Star Wars comes out, it probably will come on again yeah. and I'll watch it there. But I won't. Yeah. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done watching it. I watched it the one time. And then like, I I just want to watch it once, get excited and then see the movie. <laughs> yeah. I I am. I didn't plan it this way, but I'm not going to watch the trailer for it because I want to be fully surprised. I also just want the movie to be only about BB-8 and I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. There's even a new droid. He's taken some of your screen time oh. from BB-8. No one will ever be better than BB-8. Oh. Um, my boy. My boy. They should make a Disney Plus show just on BB-8. Honestly? Hey, Disney. Hey, Disney. I'll make it. You're going to make it. I'll make it. Um, nice. But I really like movie trailers. And I am every single time I'm at the movies and they play the last trailer and then they go to their like... And the movie's starting now thing, I get disappointed. I'm like, but just Ooh. one more. Just one more. I think now there's too many trailers. Mm, like, no, never. They, they're just started to be too many. Like, I I generally like them, but sometimes, like, if you get to, like, the sixth one, you're like, okay, let's play the movie now. <laughs> Especially because then you're probably doing less interesting trailers. Like, some of them are probably not movies you want to see the trailer for. Yeah. Because um, in, a, in a year, I mean, how many movie trailers do you want to see? <laughs> All sounds like you want to see a million, but uh, so I get disappointed if I see the same trailer. If it's like the third time I've seen that movie trailer, I'm like, come on. I know. I have joked before that I think um, my ideal movie going experience would be just movie trailers for two hours. 
there's now when I see a trailer I really like, they do get me very excited. But I feel like I see trailers that I ultimately am like, I didn't need to see that. Yeah, but even then, you can look at the person sitting next to you and be like, oh, that looks bad, and then just keep going. I only I don't want to do that too many times. I want to do that once per movie experience. Um. I mostly get excited when I see the logo show. Like, if I see the Lucasfilm logo, I'm like, oh, it's a Star Wars thing. Or the Marvel thing. I actually get really excited if I do know what it's going to be. Because I'm almost like, ooh, I I thought it would be this. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Let's go back to, to going to the movies. Going to the movies. I mean, we haven't really left it, but let's go back to the, the through line. So, you like going to the movies for action like and because they're like surround sound but is there something else bigger than that that you just enjoy about being there well i I would see every movie at a theater if i could i think i just like prioritize action movies because um they're the ones i think you get the most benefit from them being in a theater uh if i want like if it's gonna be if it is a comic book movie or like a james bond movie or star wars any of those i basically have to see in theaters if i don't catch them in theaters then i might not want like watch them later like i just like the latest uh, mission impossible movie which i really wanted to, i really liked the mission impossible movies but i just didn't see that one in theaters i think it came out when i was in japan um and i just missed it when i was in theaters and i was like uh i guess i might not ever see this and i haven't watched it yet even though it's like on netflix or something i still will, will probably eventually see it but i'm not like as excited because i don't yeah. get to see it on the big screen um but like when it gets to be like Oscar season, I tend to I tend to see a lot of the Oscar movies in theaters. I will also do that a lot of times by myself, <laughs> um, and I do just want to like soak in the theater, soak in the experience. Um, I see a lot of cartoons in theaters too, like Toy Story, Ugh. and I should say animated films. Um, I saw Toy Story in theaters. Um, I do get really defend uh, like defense. I I don't know if defensive is the right word, but like. I got really snooty about seeing like Aladdin or Lion King. Like I'm like, I'm not seeing these movies. It's mm-hmm. make me mad. The the two new. Like, yeah. The re- live action ones, not the things. originals. I saw the original Lion King twice in theaters. What was your first time? Is that your first movie going experience? Uh, no. What was your first movie going experience? I would have been nine when Lion King came out. <laughs> uh, I don't know what my first one was. Um, I know the only movie I've ever walked out of was, uh, um, Pocahontas and I didn't like it when I was you a kid you didn't like Pocahontas? Uh, I did not I sound so sad yeah I did not like it it was not my cup of tea my microphone's sinking I know it's because you keep twisting it <laughs> I didn't mean to though um, uh, I love Pocahontas I mean, I, it's very historically inaccurate I, uh, that's why I didn't like it about it it offended me on a it, deep level even when you were a child and Mel Gibson I knew he was toxic Wow, you are such a awesome kid. <laughs> awesome. Um, I did see, uh, also not my first movies, but uh, some of the proudest things I've seen, or some of the best times I saw. I saw the re-released Star Wars movies in the late 90s. 96, maybe? 96, 97. And they put them back in theaters. And that was like, I think that was like, even though I had seen those movies beforehand, that was like the beginning of me being obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I and again, I probably seeing them in theaters like made it such a big deal. Oh, that's another thing. Like why I see movies in theaters a lot is like I feel like if you don't get to see it during the hype, like if you, it gets hyped up to you, yeah, 
and then you watch it later, you're going to, you're going to be disappointed. Like I know too many people who are like, oh, I didn't care about such and such movie. Even if like an amazing movie that was like a zeitgeisty movie, like Avengers or a Star Wars movie or something. It's like, you have to go see it with a crowd and you have to see it. Like you can't let, you can't let everyone go. You have to see this. You have to see this. You have to see this. No, you have to like, just go see it. Jump, take the leap, go see it and experience it. I'm going to go keep talking about Star Wars because that's really the best example. I saw The Force Awakens when that came out. And like everyone, like The Force Awakens is, you know, the first good Star Wars movie to come out in uh, since 1983, (laughs) other than the Um, re-releases. And, you know, including like the just disdain for the prequel movies, like everyone's like, yeah. Is this movie going to be good? Is the Force Awakens gain trust back? Yeah, it, yeah. How good could this movie be? Et cetera, et cetera. And the people in my audience were so good mm-hmm. with the Force Awakens, like ooing and eyeing and clapping and going nuts at all the moments that, like, we we're supposed that, like, you know, you're supposed to. But like the first time they show Millennium Falcon, like the crowd, like just the audience goes nuts. Um, laughing at all the little jokes. Yeah. Um, when BB-8 like flips it on his lighter to uh, Finn and like <gasps> just the audience went bananas. I was like, how could they not? It was the best part of any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And it, it like without going to the theater on like one of the opening nights yeah. to see that, I wouldn't have had that experience. And I can tell you that I did. I saw The Force Awakens again a couple weeks after um, on like Christmas Day. Like I was just like bored on christmas and you didn't have hot toddies then no and it was like no one was in the theater it was there was like 10 people in this big theater that i was seeing it in and it was i was like oh all the energy's gone (laughs) but like yeah all the big day you know han coming on screen uh um the people turning on the lightsabers uh all these different moments that just people lost it and i was like this is so great and i remember also people going nuts for c-3po who's always been my boy (laughs) and that was so good and i will also make a case for when i saw uh avengers infinity war the first uh the two-parter and you know not a spoiler anymore i think people have probably seen this movie but uh uh you know all the characters get uh, snapped away and they get dusted uh into death i don't feel so well mr stark yeah and I went and saw that in a full theater and people were losing their goddamn minds at all the people dying. Like people being like, no. And then I remember someone when uh black Panther disappeared, someone like to go like, hell no. <laughs> like they were so mad. Uh, and then like people like, yeah, when uh, uh, Spider-Man's dying, people were like, no, no, no. <laughs> like it was, all of it was such a thing. And I'm like, I'm so glad I saw this with a good group of people. Mm-hmm. Like this is uh, awesome. And I'll say, okay, another random movie I saw on opening night or like in a full full audience. I saw the movie Doom, uh, which is a really bad movie, <laughs> but I still saw it in a sold out room. And The Rock is like one of the main characters in it. Do you smell what he's cooking? And I smell what he's cooking. Um, and I went with a wrestler. Uh, a, a, me and another person were both wrestling fans. We saw it. I think the room was probably full of a lot of wrestling fans. Yeah. This is also in the beginning of The Rock becoming a movie star yeah. so he had been wrestling pretty recently so i think he was still in the thing and there's another wrestler uh his name is sean michaels i don't know him he's he, he was a little 
before he did exist at the same time but his he was more of a 90s mm-hmm. he's bigger in the 90s but still wrestled until like 2012 2010 2012 something like that mm-hmm. um he was more of a smaller like a little more athletic like less of a jacked wrestler and more yeah. of a more of a jumpy around kind of wrestler considered one of the best showmen in wrestling he was he was always really great but uh he was Shawn michaels is known for his his finishing maneuver is a um it's called sweet shin music but it's basically a uh, a kick to the face yeah that he does sideways <laughs> uh also known as a super kick in um wrestling terms super kick uh but there's this moment in the movie where the rock go uh they're like looking through the guns the different things they can fight with and uh he says we're gonna need something with more kick and my friend yells out sean michaels <laughs> and this room that i assume was like 70 percent wrestling fans just everyone burst out laughing at him saying this and i was like wow and th- and this is a, this that movie came out like 2004 i want to say 2005 maybe it this is a memory that has stuck with me <laughs> because because the audience reacted the way yeah. they did. And if I had not gone there to a full audience where I've watched it at home, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have had that experience. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, the whole experience of going to the movies, I love the energy. You like the energy. I sometimes don't like audience participation, but mostly it's just when it's just clapping. Like I can be, I can be annoyed at it, but I think when it came to, especially the force awakens, I think we were all just so happy. <laughs> there's bb8 how could you not be happy yeah and then even with like and with infinity war it wasn't like people weren't interacting a lot but i think people were dealing with these characters dying in a very visceral way yeah which did make sense because people me included love these characters so like and it was i mean even me knowing that they were probably all coming back it was still very striking to see it happen yeah (laughs) um yeah that was a whole oh god yeah, but th- that so those are all the reasons I like feeling the emotion of it all. Okay, and I also remember forever that I saw Toy Story four by myself and bawled my eyes out. <laughs> the most I've ever cried in my life. Like even <laughs> I don't, I can't. Like I was just tears streaming down my face about it, and it wasn't even sad. The movie's not sad. I would think it was like there is sad parts, there's yeah. happy parts. I think it was mostly crying just out of like the finality of how things felt like it felt like i had seen the end yeah. of the journey i don't know if they're gonna make another toy story movie oh god but, i hope they do even though i hope they don't um, um it seemed like they were setting certain things up to be over and i think that i was like that's the emotion of that yeah too much i, mean, I feel like if they do another one they either have to follow woody on his new adventures or follow the old toys without woody and honestly that's a tragedy yeah i think it'd have to be woody woody's the only one people care about <laughs> people care about buzz Buzz is, uh, if you pay attention to the movies, Buzz is in less and less of them as they go on. Like, he's know. he's the clear co-star in the first movie, but he's, I think he, he gets, like, he's down ensemble cast by the second movie. Like, he's already That's fair. Not I mean, I guess, big. I mean, Woody is truly Andy's favorite toy. He's like, all he of our favorite toys. What? He's all of our favorite toys. I love Woody. Um, but yeah, Buzz, I mean, and I like Buzz. I dressed as Buzz for, I dressed up as Buzz when I was a kid one time <laughs> and, uh, I made my own costume, but I just, to be honest, he's definitely like, he definitely gets lower and lower in the importance. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason we think of it, I think the only reason we think of him as, as the co-lead is because of the first one. Yeah. But after that, he's not at all. I mean, Jesse's the co-lead in the second one. Yeah. And then in three and four, it's basically 
Woody's story. Woody's going through some stuff. <laughs> um, Forrest, I mean, Forrest especially, I mean, it's almost, yeah. it's almost all Woody. Um, much like in the Joker movie, uh, it, every scene revolves around Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, in the new Toy Story, almost every scene is revolves around Woody's character. And Forky. And Forky. But again, yeah, Forky is a bigger... Forky's bigger in that than Buzz Lightyear. Like, again... Yeah. Yeah, Buzz gets less and less important in them. Which, I'm not proud to say, it's just... It's true. Um, I would still watch that movie. I would watch any version of a Toy Story movie. I mean, I like them all. I, I love them. They're my, fav- my some of my favorites. Emily. Matthew. Do you eat food when you go to the movies? And oh, if so, what do you order? Um, yes, I stick to popcorn and candy. Um, what candy great question um if i well let's start with popcorn <laughs> which popcorn <laughs> regular popcorn absurds amounts of butter absurds absurds i um i really like movie popcorn because i just allow myself to have it be as gross and buttery as possible mm-hmm. and therefore be as good as possible mm-hmm. but then i never I'll finish a whole bag yeah i usually still go like i'll still get like a like if i ever get a small i feel bad because i do finish it so I always like to get like medium or large. So then I don't, I don't want to finish it. I don't want to know it's done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be scraping the bottom of the bag. Plus it's only um, like 50 cents more. The um, whole thing. But I, I'll get M&M's. The kind of candy I get is the kind of candy I want in real life, which is M&M's. Plain? Yeah. Um, sometimes Twizzlers. I know that. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I actually love Twizzlers at movies. I'm a big Twizzler um, fan. If you're if you're a West Coast, it's uh, Red Vines. I like Red Vines too. Yeah. Um, or, but I generally, if I do get candy, it's M and M's. But I and more often popcorn and Coke. I get the freezy drinks a lot. The blue, the blue or the red. Mm-hmm. They also have Coke. Although I don't really like the Coke frozen. I feel like it doesn't have the right consistency. Or if I get plain soda, I get cherry Coke usually. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't really drink that much cherry Coke or that much Coke, but when I'm at the movies, I want the cherry Coke. Yeah. Give me the extra sugar flavor. <laughs> um, and Alamo Drafthouse has like, uh, they have their, it's not Coke or Pepsi. It's like a, another brand. Yeah. Um, like a more of a um, artisan brand or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they have, they still have like, cher- like cherry cola and like yeah. orange and all like weird things like that. And I, mm. and they're free refills there and they bring them to you in like a mm. plastic cup. Thank you. Um, like a permanent plastic cup, yeah. not a disposable one. Um, I'm so, a, um, oh, go ahead. Something that happens to me is that I will eat a lot of popcorn or drink a lot of the drink before the movie starts. Then I get worried about having to pee during the movie. Which fun fact I've never had to get out of uh, get up and leave a movie to go to the bathroom. Wow! But then the movie starts and I just kind of forget. Mm-hmm. I did make it through Endgame without going to the bathroom, but I have gone to the bathroom at other movies. Um, Endgame was a real that was really trying to trying to make it through that without going to the bathroom. I have a rule that I do not. I don't really eat my food until the movie starts. I I can make an exception. I I think the tr- at least the trailers have to start. And I don't get the food until I get the food like 10 minutes before tra- I usually get to movie theater pretty early. Like I I'm an early person. I like yeah. being anywhere I go anywhere I'm going I like to be there early. So I feel like I'm at most movie theaters like 20 or 30 minutes early, but I will wait until 5 to 10 minutes before mm-hmm. to go one last time to the bathroom 
and then go to get snacks. And I do want to make it back for trailers, but I don't, I, I hate, oh, one of the worst parts of the movies is all that crap before the trailers where it's like Maria Menudos or something. Oh, all those like, dumb. The first, Regal, first look and uh, any of that stuff is so stupid <laughs> and I hate all of it. I like when there's trivia questions. If it's just on the screen. Yeah. And not talking. I don't want anyone talking to me and I don't want any commercials. I agree. I just want a slideshow of stuff. <laughs> I want there to be trivia. That I can uh, do if I want to. But I feel like they don't really do that stuff anymore. No, sadly. Although Regal is good. Actually, so Regal, or not Regal. Regal's bad. Regal has Maria Menounos, who I am fine with her personally, but I don't want her talking to me before movies. Alamo is great because Alamo will just show, they like put together this reel of like 30 minutes of stuff related to the movie you're about to watch. So like, for example, when I went and saw Spider-Man, they just put together this this. Well, one is like a montage of like all the Spider-Man movies so far. So it'll have like the Tobey Maguire movies and the Andrew Garfield movies. And they'll show like, they'll just splice them up and be like, look what's happened to Spider-Man in the past. And then they'll show like random stuff from like the 60s cartoon and random commercials from like toys in the 80s that were like Spider-Man and the Hulk and just like random nostalgic garbage. And I'll, it's, you don't have to pay attention. They're not talking to you, but it's just like what they just throw a bunch of random stuff up there. Um, and basically any movie they like customize what you're watching and it's not a commercial. Yeah. They're not trying to sell you anything. That's the other thing. They're just giving you some content yeah. to enjoy. That's fun. Um, Got to get that hot, fresh content. But yeah, I don't, I try not to, I will drink some of my drink before the movie starts. Like if I'm thirsty, but I try to leave the popcorn alone until mm. at least the trailers begin. Um, and if I can, the movie. And usually with candy, generally I'm a, I'm, I'm going to eat a bunch of popcorn, then have some candy, then eat a bunch more popcorn. I don't really go back and forth like consistently. So I'll open the candy before it starts. So I don't have to make all the noise of opening candy. <laughs> that makes sense. I often, I do worry about making noise during the movies, but also I just, when I get popcorn, I just want to eat it. I just want to get that butter straight into my veins. I mean, it definitely part of the reason that I wait so long to buy it is so I don't have to wait so long to eat it. But I do try to hold off at least a little bit. Uh, what kind of candy do you get at movies? My favorite candies. I mostly I so I do buy popcorn. If I'm feeling really hungry, I'll get like pretzel bites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at, at at Alamo, I I don't. If I'm at Alamo, I just usually buy a meal. I won't get popcorn because I'll be so full from the meal. That makes sense. And they also give you huge bowls of popcorn. Um, and. Uh, but if I'm just going to somewhere else, I'll usually get popcorn, a freezy, <laughs> um, and uh, if I'm getting candy, I like Twizzlers. I like Raisinets. Sorry, Emily. I like Raisinets. Uh, I like not awesome Sour Patch Kids. Ooh, love Sour Patch Kids. Those are the big ones. I have, I guess, I, I when I watch Joker, I had M and M's. Uh. I do like I I mean I like a lot of them. It just I I think my go tos are candies I don't have. I mean I don't have to eat much candy anyways, but something snacky. I do like raisinets. Mm. It's nice to go to like a convenience store beforehand and buying yeah. a little pack of something and sneaking them in. What? Why would you do that? Um, talking speaking speaking about sneaking stuff in. One of my favorite um, movie experiences was um, I've seen all the Fifty Shades of Grey films in mm-hmm. theaters. And please don't judge me because it was a great time. And we made it a great time. Awesome. Awesome. We would buy wine 
or something beforehand and smuggle it in with like cups you were and drink it. Wine smugglers? We were wine smugglers and drink it and just laugh at the entire film. You should have seen Solo like that because he's a smuggler and Solo is the name of a cup brand. <laughs> I just listened to a podcast about Solo. Mm-hmm. It was good. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> This awesome is becoming very sarcastic and I don't well, appreciate it. That was the first one that actually was sarcastic. So there you go. Um, um, I also smuggled in champagne once to see The Fault in Our Stars with and, my friend. And you popped the cork and it went through the screen. No, we opened it beforehand. <laughs> we bought little mini ones. Um, Have I ever snuck beer into a theater? I, I think... I know one time I went to a movie and I saw afterwards that there was somebody had snuck a whole like 30 pack of beer in and drank like all, like their them and their friends like drank the whole thing. And I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, I don't think I've have I ever brought beer. Oh, well, the, I mean, I've gone to movie theaters where you can buy beer in the theater and then brought them in. Um, that's always fun. I do like drinking and watching movies fun, although I don't do it if it's a movie I want to remember. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to watch a movie and have a good time. Yeah. Having a good time. Having a good time. Um, I will say my experience seeing Fifty Shades of Grey was heightened by the smuggling in of classy. One. Yeah, classy. Great experiences, each of them. What was that? Great experiences, each of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, that last each of them. That was not a word I recognized. <laughs> I read it all as one. Each of them. Um. Well, I think I'm good. Going you to movies. Um, I think it's funny that our topics are things that should not go together. Correct. I would kick you out of my movie theater if I owned one, if you were on your phone during it. Wow. Okay. That we were friends. Um, awesome. Respect the movie theater, but also go to the movie theater. I love going to the movies and, uh, let's see star Wars. Okay. I'm seeing it opening night, but I'll see it again. Okay. I won't see it open opening night. Yeah. It's probably too late. Uh, uh, too busy. You're too, you're too busy. No, I'm not too busy. <laughs> The world's too busy. Um, well, when, let me know if you want to see it on uh, another day. What day does it come out? On a Friday. <laughs> like this Friday? Oh, like, uh, like, no. yeah, like December 20th, I think. Oh, okay. That's not this Friday. No. Yeah. They, so come, they all come out in December now. That's when the Star Wars... Well, I, knew it, I knew it came out now, like in December. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> when's this coming out? This comes out this Thursday, yes. right? Um, check out my... Um, Check out my sketch team souvenir at the Magnet Theater um, at 6 o'clock, the uh, 17th of November. I have some stuff to plug. It'll be like five, four or five days from now. If you are if you happen to be in the Chelsea area. In the Chelsea area. Um, okay. Emily, what do you have to plug? Um, I have a couple things. On November 15th and 22nd, I am having my level four class show at the Magnet, at the Magnet Training Center. Um, that's on 32nd, um, at seven, we'll be in the main theater room there. We're very funny. You should come see us. And then on the 24th of November, I'll be at the Magnet Regular Theater (laughs) on, on 29th for a sketch show called The Ringers. And I will be in two sketches. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. (laughs) Slash the Magnet Theater, Magnet Theater, Magnet Theater. We just love Chelsea. Yeah. Um, it's a good name. Good girl's good girl's name. Uh it's a city name too. One of um one of um Barbie's friends, I'm pretty sure. Or his little sister. Chelsea no, that's Clinton. Kelly. Chelsea Clinton. Anyways, people named Chelsea. Um <laughs> Uh we're good, right? We did I it think all? so. Yeah. 
Awesome. Uh, <laughs> well, my name is Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And you've been listening to TBD. With Matt Emily. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Have an awesome day. Bye.